This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. Now, one thing I know is that a lot of people who listen to this podcast, you know, while you may be listening to it to learn something, and I hope you do every single time, also a lot of you have a lot of knowledge to share as well. And that's why on today's show, I have a special guest. You could say an extra special guest because he is a podcast listener just like you who is an expert on something called Alexander Technique. And he's going to share with us how it can help our musician, our musicianship, and just in general, our, our overall overall wellness which of course affects all of that. So let's jump right into that. Let's do this thing. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. All right, welcome to the show. In case you don't know who I am, my name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, blog, podcast, and videos all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. I'm really appreciative of you being here. And like I said, special guest, a podcast listener just like you. His name is Christian Steineder, and he's from Austria and uh, really excited to have him on the show. He's going to talk about Alexander Technique. He's an Alexander Technique teacher as well as a guitar player, and he listens to the show regularly. He got in touch with me and said, hey, I want to talk to everybody about Alexander Technique because I really believe it can be helpful. So in case you don't know what Alexander Technique is, it's a process that teaches how to properly coordinate body and mind to release harmful tension, improve posture, coordination, and general health. And uh, of course, uh, Christian goes into way better detail of it and how it can be helpful for us as musicians. So I don't want to waste any more time. Let's get right into that interview with my special guest, Christian Steineder. All right, I am super excited to welcome on the show Christian Steineder. He is a math teacher and guitarist from Vienna, Austria. And uh, I know it's getting late over there, Christian, so thanks for being here, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks, Brent. Thanks for the chance to be with you in the show. It's great to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And so I do understand that you are a regular podcast listener. How long have you been uh, listening to the podcast for? Yeah, approximately from since one year. Yeah, it's a great Great thing. Thanks a lot for for your, all your work and thanks for having me here. It's really oh, great. It's totally my, ple- my pleasure. I, I really appreciate having you as a listener. And uh, uh, we we got in touch with each other because you had listened to a, a particular podcast episode and you thought it would be cool to bring up uh, Alexander Technique, which is something that you are an expert in. And I was so interested and that's why you're here today. So I'm excited. We're going to dive into that. And, and I think it's really cool uh, I think it's cool that you reached out to me. I love it when podcast listeners do that and get to share their expertise. Because, you know, I mean, 
I mean, I know I know some things, and then we have other guests on the show that know other things, and I know there's so much knowledge out there, even just in our community. So I'm so glad that you are a part of that. But first, just for everybody, before we get started, you know, who is Christian Steiner? You know, what are you all about? What do you do? Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so um, as you said already, I'm a math teacher. Um, I play the guitar, and most of all, I'm an Alexander Technique teacher. I think the Alexander Technique is a great tool for musicians and so i'm i'm just happy to share this with your audience and to give you a short insight because i think it's far too unknown it's such a beautiful gift that um i think many people much more people should know about that okay awesome and so how long have you been playing guitar um since 20 years already i get uh, i guess so yeah and, and so was, quite that, some, was that all sorry? this jazz that you were studying no, I, I think I started like um, everybody, like the usual guitar player. So I had a, um, I got a, a guitar from some friend, and then I started with three chords, and I was feeling like the superhero and like having knowing what to do. And then I stumbled upon John McLaughlin and guys like him, like this. And then I said, no, I really want to dig into guitar. And some suddenly. There were some obstacles in the way, and um, yeah, and this really like got worse. And well, I wanted to do it right. I had suddenly some challenges which I could not somehow overcome, and so I really wanted to get a good guitarist. And I had my idols, like uh, I wanted to play like the big stars, but um, I could not. It was just really. Um, yeah, I, I did not see a way out and I was getting more and more tense when playing and so on. And fortunately, b- before it got too wor- too bad, I got to know the Alexander Technique and this is what helped me out. And so I thought it might be useful for your listeners and for you to somehow discuss this issue and how the Alexander Technique can help in such cases. Wow. I, well, I'm definitely excited because I, I know little about the Alexander Technique. One one thing is when you originally emailed me about it is I had heard a little bit about it. I've heard of some musicians that have used it before, and I think that's what kind of piqued my interest a little bit is uh, you know just learning more about it, maybe you know implementing it myself. And now when you're talking about you're having some struggles in your playing that you're having a hard time overcoming, it seems like you're they're related to the Alexander Technique seem to be the fix. Can you describe? some of those struggles that you were talking about in a little more depth? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, as soon as you try to understand and you, what you're doing when you're playing, for instance, the guitar, or I guess it's relevant for any musical instrument and you want to get better, you start, yeah, you start analyzing and you start to like thinking and, and how to improve like the little things. And as soon as you start digging deeper into stuff usually you are i think that's our society you start wanting to do things right in some fashion and doing things right mean that you are trying to do it with more power with more you overdo things and as and as soon as tension comes in it's not it's not natural anymore it's like your whole your whole playing gets tense and in, instead of like coming closer to your goal like playing very well your instrument and reaching your expectations 
it all goes down the, the wrong way because you're you're just fo- your your focus is on total wrong wrong um, parts of the body I would say right. so with me it was I really wanted I was focusing on the right hand very badly and I wanted to move faster since I had these um, idols like John McLaughlin and oh, I wanted right, to yeah. feel exactly, yeah, totally crazy and, and I was really analyzing every muscle of my arm and it got, got worse and worse more or less that I hardly could play anymore because I wanted it to do so perfectly that it just all went down like in the wrong direction so I totally lost like the joy of playing guitar I could not listen to myself anymore and mm. Yes, and the Alexander Technique somehow got me out of this vicious circle. And yeah, so that's it. That's a little bit of my story. That's awesome. That is a really great story. Thanks so much for sharing. I I can relate uh, right away just to, and I've told some stories on this podcast before of just certain people who have pointed out to me at various times, um, oh, you know, you you seem tense and, you know, know, maybe when I'm I'm trying to do something that's a little bit outside of my reach musically or whatever it may be. I, I tense up rather than my reaction being to relax, and therefore that actually affects the way I play. Um, and it probably all it, like it's, it's something going on probably in the head as well. You know, I, I don't. I'm I'm not a psychologist, but you know, I know that I know that that affects me too, and it has affected me. And then some of the moments when I'm the most relaxed physically. I feel the best and I feel and I've and I've had people comment to me before, "Hey Brent, you sounded really great and relaxed when you were playing." And I was thinking back, well, I actually felt relaxed. And so it's funny how there's such a a connection between our bodies and our mind and then of course executing ideas that we have in a creative context. So, I'm starting to get the idea of why um we're going to talk about Alexander technique exactly what it is, but I'm starting to get the idea of why it, it could be important for musicians, but in yeah. your own words, what would you say? Uh, first of all, let's define Alexander Technique yes, for those who maybe. have no idea, and then t- tell yeah. me why it's important for musicians to think about. Yeah, good question. Um, so I would say the first thing that one should note maybe is that Alexander Technique is an educational process. It's an ed- education method, so it's it's n- nothing, uh, it's something that you l- that you learn to formally to positively and as soon as you understood something like when we under musicians understood what scales and chords are you will never forget it it's mm-hmm. nothing that you believe and you can you have to like recap it over and over again but as soon as you understood the principles of the alexander technique and you learned it it's fine so you can go discovering deeper things than yourself because there are some basic principles so it's an educational method. That's the first point. The second point, um, maybe what it should help in general with is to experience some, uh, to, to work, to, to live a life with more ease, with more balance, with less tension, with um, more awareness, with more mindfulness. And I think that's the way how it works now. Um, so, so it shifts um, the way how you behave yourself more from an habitual way. That's I can I can talk about that later a little bit. So more that we are just guided by automatisms to a more mindful and more aware, self-aware way. And in this way, 
it does not only um, address like physical issues, but also psychological issues, because mm -hmm. it really makes you more aware of what is going on with you and around you, and you just start playing with that. And yes, that's it. <laughs> I love <laughs> that. And so the benefit for a musician would be just to be more aware of what you're doing, what you're playing, or how you're feeling about your playing, or is, is am I on the right track with that? Yeah, so it's it's a general way of awareness, which so it's really opening up your focus. Um, this is mm -hmm. the, the like the biggest part, but usually in a typical Alexander Technic lesson, that's the first thing you approach. You approach physical things like really um, pos positions, postures, um, mm -hmm. coordination, and so that's the first benefit that one gets when one starts um, taking Alexander Technic lessons that you analyze the pupil's um, habits, like physical habits, and try to make him, her experience more ease, how he could do a movement with more ease, how he could do uh, a movement with more use of, well, his bony structure with less um, friction due to gravity, due to his own goals. And as soon as you understand how as soon as one self-experiences this ease, this phys uh, physiological ease, you can um, transfer it to a more psychological ease. And yeah, that's approximately oh, very, very interesting. Okay, so it starts with like more of a physical response that you start totally. training, and then totally. it goes to more of a psychological response, which is some stuff that... I have picked up from, you know, therapists that I know that's kind of what they go through too, as well as like, if you make little changes in your habits or things that you do, and then you start addressing the underlying issues, which is kind of, that's a kind of an interesting, um, comparison maybe that I'm picking up in my, my own head there. So uh, let's, let's walk through like, so, okay, I, I am interested in Alexander technique, which is true. And I come to you for a lesson and I'm like, Christian, I, I really want to get into this. What is, yeah. what, what's something that you're going to tell me right away? Like what, well, what would you do to like one of your clients? So the typical lesson is really, so it's an hands on work. So I would like use my hands and I would like guide you through movements. Mm. Usually it's really everyday movements that you do, especially in the beginning so you do like sitting down or mm. picking something up with your hands and stuff like that and coming to the floor or lying down, really very basic stuff. And I would observe you and also with my hands observe where there is tension in your body and try to give you the experience how to, how to do it with less effort, how to do it with less muscle tension, how to do it yeah, more balanced and... Um, yeah, and this is very individual for right. everybody who comes because everybody has um, his her own habits. So maybe I should refer to these habits uh, here. Um, what is, the, according to Alexander Technik beliefs, <laughs> what is the main purpose for us not behaving in an optimal way is that we or that we we think that we might behave in the right way, but it's not the right way, is that we just we um, evaluate our behavior according to our habits, what feels right to us. Mm -hmm. But what feels right to us is necessarily not what is 
right entirely thing. right, the right thing, but just what is we, we somehow totally rely on our proprioception and we think that's it. That's what how we go with it. And but unfortunately, that's not true because I mean there are tons of uh, tons of uh, examples when you change something, it feels totally new. But in fact, that's just as equally normal as what you have done before. So if you change your position, yeah, you know, there's just a learning curve to it. It's struggle it's, at first, exactly. but the more you do it, eventually it becomes natural and. Totally that's possibly the op the, the new way even though not comfortable at first is possibly the optimal way to totally, do it totally totally okay. right totally right and we learned this throughout many years so the way we stand the way we sit down the way we lift our arm we did this since we were born and we since we first stood up we started to somehow develop our habits and now the alexander technique comes in and we i try to understand how where the habits are and how they can be solved. And this is highly individual. And then I have to check for each person that comes to me, how can I address it? And where where can I somehow pop, why can I jump in into the client's habits and somehow make them feel something which might seem a little bit uncomfortable, but more easy. And that's, that's the first good experience that one can have with the Alexander Technique. And All right. T- tell me if this is uh, if this isn't a good example. You can just correct me here. But um, for you personally, like with your guitar playing, you know, you were mentioning before. There's you just felt like you were very. There's a lot of limitations, like physically and mentally, and all these different things going on. What what were some things specifically with your guitar playing that maybe you had to address as it go as pertains to Alexander technique? Yes. Um, so. There is a funny story which I like to tell whenever it comes to my first experiences with um, Alexander Technique and also with guitar playing. I came to my teacher, Alexander teacher, so I gave, at first I was taking uh, Alexander Technique lessons for several years before I got to the training course and so on. And when I first came to my teacher and I was like, oh, my hand is so tense and uh, can we please work on my hand? And she was looking at me and she was just saying, no, let's start working with your hip. And, oh wow! And then I suddenly understood that I was just so naive to think that the hand is just the hand alone, and if I only correct the hand, everything will be fine by itself. But unfortunately, it's not that easy because the whole body is connected, and the way I sit down, for instance, when playing, or the way I pick up the guitar already and put it on my lap. It totally influences what is what I will be able afterwards to do with my hand, and so there was a huge. I mean, it took some time till I was able to pick up the guitar and really feel ease. And what is how little effort is necessary until um, you can such that you can hit the string. And if you hit the string with, for instance, now if you hit the string with such an ease a light arm how different the sound can be but it started with the hip in my case so it can be totally unrelated to well on first glance to guitar wow that's so interesting yeah. I, I think that's really interesting and i'm starting my like i'm starting to get it like as you're saying this like i'm probably in the for, for those listening right now who are in my shoes like we, we don't know all about we're not we're not alexander technique you know pros here <laughs> Like I'm starting to get it and I'm like kind of getting excited about it because I'm already thinking in my head like, oh, like 
I, I know I have, I know that I have a bad physical approach to some of my, to, I, sometimes I watch videos of myself and I'm like, Oh, I, that doesn't look yeah. right. You know, but I guess I, I didn't know. I, I didn't know I'd do that with my, my right hand. And so that's really interesting. Okay. So, so it really has a lot to do with the body as the whole. And that, like yes. you said, not one part of the body is the culprit to maybe some bad habits. It's, it's everything. And so, yes. well, I'm, I'm, okay, so let me just ask another question that's coming to the top of my head every single time you say this. So, like, what's an example of, like, when someone sits down, what, what's, like, an example of, like, that's not a good way to sit down? Like, can you describe that? Yeah, so, in general, that's also one point. Um, people are always hoping for the recipe of sitting down or standing or doing something Please totally right. <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not... I can tell you're not going to give me the answer I want. <laughs> uh, so, so um, unfortunately, um, or fortunately, the wrong way, if you want, if you want some answer to that, wrong way is any way that is with too much tension. So the Alexander Technique always was looking for how can I do something with less effort? And um, and then you start looking where you can somehow solve these this habits which cause tension and get rid of some unnecessary tension. And um, so, for instance, um, if you sit down and especially if you come to an Alexander Technique teacher, everybody wants to do it right. Everybody wants to sit down right. And what this means is he, she sits down totally straight with a, every muscle tense in his upper body because he wants to sit straight and wants to sit correct. <laughs> this, is gotcha. this is how it starts. And then I start, no, we have the bony structure. For instance, we have our spine. Let the spine do the job. Let the spine sit on your sitting bones. I don't know if, you, if you're a female. So the sitting bones are these bones that yeah, you... Pelvic yeah, pelvic Exactly, exactly, that you should sit on. and uh, So sit on your sitting bones and let the spine do the job. Let the spine carry the weight of your shoulders. Let the spine carry the weight of your head. And this takes, of course, because they all have the, 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 the impression, I want to sit right, I want to sit straight. But all they do is they tense their outer layer muscles which are these huge muscles and everything gets totally tense and they're not flexible at all and nothing is happening and they're far away from they're just the opposite direction of sitting right because they're not using the bony structure for instance to which could um, help them to hold their weight so and now coming to the guitar so if you use at most of your bony structure and le the least possible of your muscles, then you're on the right track, so to speak. And that's what you, sh what in my opinion, and definitely Alexander's opinion, one should look for um, to to minimize effort. But yes, some so oh yeah, so it's a lot of, um, and it goes back to something I think you've said already. It's a lot of mindfulness, like being <laughs> mindful. But it's almost like you can't be mindful if you don't actually know what to look for, maybe. And that's how maybe some of the lessons start. Am I right when yes, I say yes. that? Totally, totally. There is so there is a little bit this contra contradiction which may, makes it hard that on the one hand you want to l l get rid of tension, but on the other hand you only have your proper reception which tells you, hey, I'm sitting fine, I'm sitting totally balanced because that feels that's how it feels, and that's why a teacher needs to come in to give you new impressions 
to give you the feeling what really ease means can mean and what really balance can mean for instance yes it's it's like anything like it's like music we can bring this back to music it's like if you need someone to tell you hey this is what i need to do this is the path i need to go down and even more personally than that someone to look at you and be like hey specifically for you this is it right i mean there's maybe this general direction you everybody should go in but then you do need from time to time or maybe even frequently someone to be like this is really this is this is unique to you what you should do okay this is all really interesting so now you were also so also this has to do you say it starts with physical starts with these actions that you do with your physical body but then it progresses more into the psychological um so how does that how does that work and if you could maybe how did that help you in regards to you with your music and the way it made you think that way um so maybe one aspect so there are so many aspects but maybe one aspect when we are when we are just doing something we are very often not in the moment we're like what several things come to our head like and expectations are there as well and there are like trivial things what shall i go shopping what will i eat tonight and all this like trivial stuff come to our head and everything um is somehow preventing us uh, or is disturbing us in being in the moment and like listening to the music and being aware of what is going on around us and also inside us. Mm. And this general state of awareness, um, it's the first step is being aware of what's, what's going on in your body. Like that your experience, hey, I can feel what is where my hip is going where my tight muscles are starting to tense where my arm is starting to tense and as soon as you're in your like aware of your body it's impossible that you are writing your shopping list for tonight but you're just aware you're in the moment you're just there and you're able to listen what is going on and it's like suddenly your fo- that's how i experience this suddenly your focus opens up it's not like you're focused on one thing one specific thing and for instance, when playing chess and you're focusing totally on the harmonies, you totally mm. for, you forget about what is going on with the rest of the band. You don't listen anymore. You're you're right. so focused, and when you're listening, you fo- you forget about the I don't know. You forget about the harmonies that you wanted to play, and when right. you and then comes the next thing, and you forget about the sound that you're playing, and whatever. <laughs> it, it, it's like it, it's you're always you're fo- you're over focusing on one thing, and you want to do it right. And doing it right usually narrows down our focus. And the only thing that you can do is try to focus less, but try to get as much as possible as like a unity, like everything that is outside you, that is inside you, and try to try to be open. Uh, so in this direction, like be calm, be open, be ready to um, um, get any information that comes to you and not get stressed also by any information that comes to you, but just just take it as it comes and be relaxed with it. Be open to it. Yes. Yeah, I feel like when I'm listening to you say all this stuff, I'm, I'm thinking like every musician could use that because it's, you know... It's stressful, and you know all all music. All music has their own things. I'm thinking specifically jazz. Like if you go to a gig or a jam session, like there's so much stress. You know, when you improvise, it's really you're you're really putting yourself in a position of vulnerability. You're being okay. very vulnerable. You're being very. 
I mean, you know, there's uh, this sense that you might be comparing yourself to somebody else that's in the room with you. You might be worried about what someone might be thinking about what you're playing. You might be, there's all these distractions. So what I'm hearing from you, and, and again, tell me if I'm wrong, but what I'm hearing from you is like when you're training these physical responses, you know, sitting down in, the, in a relaxed way, moving your arm in a relaxed way, you know, all these things and being mindful of that at the same time, you're training your your brain, your mind to be mindful of everything else that's going on in your head. Am I on the right track? Yes, yes, exactly, exactly, exactly. And that's as soon as one is like starting to get these first experiences, that's really like playing guitar. As soon as you have these first experiences of easiness in the guitar, as soon as soon as you have the first chords, you're like, oh, I want more of that, and it really opens up. It's like a an own universe that opens up like oh i can be so open and i can be so like unfocused and so everything can be so easy and i want more of that and then it's just you want more <laughs> right yeah totally so uh, yeah and obviously you became a, you ended up becoming a teacher and so now you're like passing it on to other people so obviously like you're a, a big believer in this um yes. and <laughs> so could you um maybe could you like so obviously, I'm sure it's helped you in lots of other aspects of your life too. Uh, but like, can you try to put words to what discovering and practicing Alexander technique? How did that affect you? You know, start, think about before when you were stressed and you weren't happy and you almost wanted to quit music, like you said something to that effect. And then after you know Alexander technique, like what was that transformation? Like, could you put words to that transformation of what it looks like for you now when you play music or when you approach your instrument? The, f- the first thing is just very a practical answer. So I react totally different when I when I come up to stumbling blocks, like I can't play a, a certain phrase or I'm mm. when I'm overwhelmed with something, then I always can take a step back and come calm down and, and find my balance and however you want to call it. So in this direction, um, I'm more easily or I'm quicker back in the center. It's not like a vicious circle of tension and I want to do it right and I cannot do it right and stuff like that which which well which is just counterproductive which prevents any any progress so in this direction it helped me a lot it's also very helpful concerning stage fright and being um, well overexcited because you can just you know that you have these tools, and you can always come back to them. Um, there are, so the Alexander technique, I have not, I have not gone into that yet, yet. But there are some strict. It has some principles. It's not like some mambo jumbo, which has no real, like clear principles. But it has some principles, and you somehow can always come back to them, and they will help you to come back to the moment. What and be in the, yeah, be open again. So yes. is if is there anything that you would want people to know about Alexander technique that maybe we haven't talked about yet? Um, is there anything specific that, that would be important to you to say? Uh, well, about the Alexander technique itself, um, not, not, not really maybe, but I would, 
I can only, I hope, <laughs> I hope this was possible. I can only recommend to try it for everyone. Mm. Um, it helped me a lot and everybody who tried it, uh, who I know has really benefited from it a lot. And what I can recommend everybody and as well, even if, if he, she does not want to work, has no, no possibility to test Alexander Technik is really to look, to ask yourself always the question, am I taking care of myself? I think mm -hmm. that's one point which should be added to the Alexander Technik, which is one main point of the Alexander Technik. Never um, forget yourself when you're practicing, when you're on the bandstand, when you're rehearsing for a gig, when you're before a gig. Never do something which harms yourself. There is no need for that. It will not help you. It will not help you to go over your limits to pressure yourself. It will never be productive. And yeah, that's maybe something. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's really, that's a great reminder for all of us for sure. I'm so glad that you, that you added that. I can already see myself after this call is over, like getting on Google and be like <laughs> looking up Alexander Technique teachers in New York, you know, um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about this. And, and, uh, I, I just think I, I really want to thank you so much, Christian, just for, well, I learned a lot from you today, so I just want to thank you personally. And then I just also want to thank you for just sharing with everybody else in the audience. I mean, you're you're a podcast listener. You've been listening for for like over a year, which again, I appreciate that. And, you know, you're just giving giving it back. And I really appreciate that. That's so awesome. And you shared your expertise today. I'm sure it's gonna help a lot of people. I know it's gonna help me. And so I really appreciate you. I have a feeling that sometime in the future might have you back on. We'll, we'll, I think it's a possibility. So again, thanks so much for uh, being on today, Christian. Thanks a lot, friend. Thanks a lot. And sorry for my kitchen English. I tried my best. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thanks a lot. <laughs> No kitchen English to me. I think that uh, I think he's a really great English speaker. Heck, I, I can't even speak another language. So very jealous of all of you who can speak multiple language. My wife can speak like three and uh, very jealous. I should work on that. Anyways, that's enough of that. Hey, again, a big special thanks to Christian. What a, what a great, nice guy. I really enjoyed talking to him. So much knowledge. So really big special thanks to him for just laying down the knowledge for all of us today on Alexander Technique. All right, and as I always say, if you got some value out of this show, make sure you leave a rating and review on iTunes. Helps other people know that this is a podcast worth listening to. So just a free way, easy way to give back. Uh, help us get to that. We're trying to get to 200 on iTunes by the end of the year. And we're like really close to achieving that. So go ahead on over there and do that. Help us out with that. All right, we're going to be coming out with another great episode next week for you. And I look forward to seeing you back then. Thanks for listening to the LJS Podcast. Brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash newsletter. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask. That's LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.